Oh, yes. They're coming to take you away. Yes. Crazy times. Crazy, crazy times. This is the Toxic Wise Ass Show. I'm your host, Mark Chaplin, on Renegade Talk Radio. And again, <laughs> you know, when I picked this song out, I had no idea things were going to get as crazy as they have gotten. You're talking the elections, you're talking COVID-19, the riots. Man, oh man. They are coming to take us all away, I guess. Well, a lot has happened. We had a good Christmas, a fun Christmas. People really went all, all out this year, at least in my neighborhood, Rooster County, Holton, in the Bangor areas, uh, northern Maine, great northeast Maine, the great northeast, the great white northeast. Uh, we have snow, not as much as we normally would have, and it hasn't been that cold. Looked like it might be cold because we had some cold nights in December, like 10, 15 below. One time the uh, power went out for seven hours and it was uh, 10 below. That was not fun. Not fun at all. And our heat is electric and oil, so <laughs> there you go. Unless you got a generator, you're screwed. But it finally came back on and it felt good to have the power back. We've lost power probably five or six times in the last six months. And I can't remember in the last 10 years where we've lost it more than twice. So we seem to be uh, 2021, but we don't seem to have, uh, we don't seem to be where we should be. We haven't cured cancer yet. We can't, I mean, the, the COVID-19, getting the, uh, the vaccine out has been supposed to be warp speed. It's looked like they strapped it to turtles and just uh, let them out of the barn. So, um, I don't know what's going on. It's crazy. Biden will be the new president, of course. Um, yeah, and Trump is uh, not going gently into that good night. Who's a poet that wrote that? I should know that. I was an English and history teacher. People think that, uh, that Mike Pence can overthrow the government and put, put Trump in. There's nothing in the Constitution. I mean, the vice president is pretty much a figurehead. He's a, he's a fail-safe in case something happens to the president. When have you ever heard, the vice president did this and it was uh, great? Uh, never. Never. They're just a figurehead. They're just a figurehead. Um, they do have a, tie, a vote in, if there's a tie in uh, the Senate. But that doesn't happen very often, where it's 50-50. It will this year with uh, Joe Biden. It's to be 50-50, and Kamala Harris will have the tie-breaking vote. Hopefully they get money out to people that need it and don't send it to dead people or dead bank accounts or millionaires. Hopefully that happens. But we need to get the vaccines out. They're supposed to have over 25 million done, and they have about 7 million. So they're way behind. Uh, people are lining up. I know a lot of people say they're not going to get it, so I don't know what's going to happen there. I'm getting it. I'm, I've never been scared of... Uh, I get my flu shots, and knock on wood, since I've gotten flu shots, I always got bronchitis in the spring, and I'm very careful, too, but, you know, washing my hands and stuff and the protocol, especially with COVID. They say the flu has gone down because of COVID. Uh, everyone takes precautions not to catch COVID, and at the same time, they're taking precautions not to catch the regular flu or the flus that are out there, influenza and so forth. 
And that was a terrible, terrible riot. I'm very disappointed because I'm an independent. I'm more of a libertarian, but I was very disappointed in, in Donald J. Trump. Very disappointed. He incited that riot. Let's face it. Let's be honest. I know on Fox, half are admitting it and the other half are saying, oh, he didn't, he didn't do anything wrong. Yeah, he did. And it's sad because I supported him. I su try to support all our presidents. My candidate would be a libertarian. He'd probably never get in. Because the two parties that are there, both crooked, really, and both powerful, both taking special interests, both taking big money from corporations, banks, oil companies, so forth, so on, special interest groups, they're all crooked. Pick your poison. But it's like a necessary evil. Like getting dysentery out of your system by having diarrhea. It sucks, but you got to get it out. Got to get the poisons, the toxins out of your body. Paying taxes, all these things that suck, but you have to do it. Going to the dentist. Going for a checkup. Having an enema. <laughs> oh, excuse me. Oh, well, well you, know, you know what I mean. But anyways, uh, very, very sad times. I was in shock and awe and for the wrong reasons. I couldn't believe it. We're going down to the White House. We're going down to the Capitol. We're going to burn that fucking place down. You know, what's he talking about? Then you had Donald Jr. out there with his stupid beard. And Rudy Giuliani. Let's get to this trial by combat. Let's, let's go. Let's do it. What's he, is he out of his mind? I mean, really. It's very shocking and very sad. But in this show, we're trying to uh, find the best of everything. It's kind of hard to do. Sports, the Alabama wins the national championship. I think they cheat. How can you be that good? The other, the other schools like Notre Dame and Ohio State, you know, kind of prestigious schools, they, they, they never get caught cheating because they don't cheat. But Alabama, I'm, I'm sure something's going funny. Something's funny. How can you be that good that many times? And something's, something's off. I'd like to check their grades. I'd like to check the GPAs. I'd like to check their books, their tutoring. I, I'm almost sure they're having people take tests for people. But Patriots didn't make the playoffs. Um, kind of disappointing, but they had a chance. I mean, they, they were 7-9. and nine. They could have easily been 9-7, and 10-6. and, ten and six. They blew a game at Buffalo. They they lost a couple teams they shouldn't have lost to, including Denver. But anyways, it's over. And uh, Pittsburgh got knocked out. I was really surprised. At home by Cleveland. Kind of, I'm cheering for kind of the underdog. I like to see Cleveland win it. Somebody's not supposed to win it. Oh, Tom Brady. I like to see, T I like to see Cleveland Browns and Tom Brady's Buccaneers in the... Uh, Super Bowl. Probably not going to happen, but can Tom Brady beat uh, Drew Brees in New Orleans? They played twice, right? New Orleans, I think, kicked their butt once, and then the other game was kind of close, so we'll see. Very seldom do you see Tom Brady get beat a third time, or even a second time by the same team. So that should be interesting. I'm kind of calling for the Buccaneers to win. I think I think uh, they got a couple guys back, and maybe Antonio Brown and, and Gronk will shine and some of their other guys, but I'm calling for the Buccaneers to, uh, to upset uh, New Orleans. Besides, I think, I think uh, Drew Brees got hurt, and I don't think he's quite been the same. So we'll have to see. Celtics, 
I've had to cancel several games because of uh, COVID protocol. Kyrie Irving is acting nutty for the Nets. He plays a game, then he sits out for four or five, goes to a birthday party, doesn't wear a mask, doesn't explain why he's not playing. Personal reasons. Yeah, the personal reason is you're nuts. But anyways, we've got a lot to talk about here on the Toxic Wise-Ass Show on Renegade Talk Radio. Thanks for tuning in. And uh, we'll do some movie reviews and some some other things later on. Try to have a few laughs in these dark days. Hopefully, I hate to wish my life away because, you know, you get older, you don't want to wish your life away. Even though I hate January because it's a long, cold, dark month. But listen, so far, we haven't had that much snow. We've only had to be plowed twice. This week has all been in the 30s and it's supposed to hit 41 one day in rain. So that'll give us kind of a break in case the rest of January is uh, is bad. But we're halfway through January, so things aren't too bad. Not as bad as some of the people predicted. Uh, some said we'd have like 150 inches of snow. And we still might. We still might. We could get hit at the end of January and February. Here in the great northeast, anything can happen. It can be 74 in November, which it was, and it can be 10 below in the first week of uh, December, which it was. So you just kind of never know. But anyways, this is a Toxic Wise-Ass show. Let's hope America, let's hope the good old USA gets back to normal, or at least semi-normal, soon. time I heard this song, I wanted a lollipop. Oh, I love that song. I love the oldie goldies, folks. I love the new music, a lot of it, and I love the uh, the, um, the 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 classics. I'm gonna. <coughs> I think I went over all my favorite songs. Some of the weird ones. Uh, get a job. Na 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 na. Get a job. I love all those all those classics. Those vintage classics. I've been watching a lot of the Three Stooges too lately, just for some laughs. And I know that it's corny, but uh, did you know that most Harvard men graduates, uh, one of their favorite top shows is the Three Stooges. So if a guy from Harvard can watch it, that, then so can I. A guy who went to UMaine Fort Kent, a little college of about 2,300 students in northern Maine. Beautiful campus. Beautiful campus, beautiful gymnasium, beautiful uh, accommodations and cafeteria. Beautiful. I, I love that school so much. UMFK, UMaine Fort Kent. Um, yes, I've uh, been watching a lot of Three Stooges. Hey, Mo! Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, just for some laughs. And I forgot, I, I mean, I've always loved them. They're my favorites. And Laurel and Hardy, Abba Costello, Marx Brothers are right up there, too. Jerry Lewis, Martin and Lewis. But Three Stooges, man, I kind of grew up with them. I used to skip school to watch the Stooges pretend to be sick. They were on at like 8.30 in the morning, 
at school or three stooges let me weigh this out i'm gonna go with stooges that's why i didn't get into harvard i was busy watching the three stooges no i'm not gonna blame the stooges for me not getting into harvard that wasn't gonna happen but anyways <clears throat> i've been watching a lot of the three stooges i've and, uh, and every time I watch an episode that I've probably seen a thousand times before, I still laugh. I know it's coming even sometimes, and you still laugh. I mean, they were really comic geniuses. And, you know, if you dig into it and you go to their biography, and I've watched every movie and every documentary about them, I mean, they were really, they were worked really hard. And they were cheated by Columbia Pictures especially, uh, you know, financially, and really sad. If they were alive today doing what they do, They'd be, they'd make a million dollars a week, each of them. But uh, that's not the case. I wish they were still here. There are some players in this great universe in heaven, I hope, and doing what they still used to do. But um, and then I, and for some reason, I know that women, most women, do not like the Street Stooges. I think it's because of the tomfoolery smashing each other over the head with hammers and malice. But man. I still and I and I love Champ and I love Curly and I love Curly Joe uh, Dorita and what was the other one? Uh, not Curly Joe Dorita. What's the Curly Joe? Jump! I can't think of his name, but uh, I'll think of it later. You know who I mean? He used to say, "Don't hit me," and he was hilarious too. Um, so. You know, they had a really tough time, and they were cheated. But they stayed together from, like, 1930, 29, all the way up to, like, 70, 70, 71. And then, uh, you know, uh, Curly died, I think, in 45 or 46, and Shemp died in, I think, 54. So they had to pick up uh, new people for the act. And if you watch some of their shows, you watch some of their shorts, they did... Um, they did do some repeat shows. They just changed it with, uh, they just, you know, put put maybe a little new twist into it. So, um, but I, they they always make me laugh. When I'm down, that's my go-to. Then I love Mystery Science Theater, too, because it's so, the humor is so quick and dry and witty. Uh, if you haven't seen Mystery Science Theater, tune in and give it a try. You can see it on YouTube or Tubi, T-U-B-I. Um, just, just Google it and, and uh, try to get uh, free episodes. Most of them are free. You have, may have to watch some commercials, but most are free. But you can try Tubi for sure. They're on Tubi, T-U-B-I. And they're on YouTube. Most all the episodes they did, and including some new ones that they did. Um, but The Stooges is my fallback go-to. And we'll talk about some movies, speaking of movies and shorts. We'll talk about that uh, later on. And testing one, two. Sorry about that. Had a little audio problem here, but we got it fixed, folks. Uh, some movies I want to talk about really fast are um, <clears throat> Wonder Woman, 1984. 1984. I didn't like that year. Anyways. Uh, I found it to be a good movie, good good acting, good uh, stunts, but too long and too many plot points. It's like, oh, really? And it keeps, it's like a record that just keeps playing over and over again. Uh, it's probably 20 minutes too long and too many plot points. 
uh, you're waiting for something to happen and it happens and then it might happen again and again but uh, overall I give it a C plus and I like the other Wonder Woman movies and she's certainly not uh, hard on the eyes to look at I'm trying not to sound like a pervert here but it's hard to not sound like a pervert when you are one. I'm just kidding. Uh, News of the World with Tom Hanks. Good movie. Very good. I was like, a Western with News of the World. Sounded like CNN or Fox News or something. I, I wasn't quite sure what it was going to be about. But it was good. A good old-fashioned Western. Uh, not quite cowboys and Indians and bad guys and bank robbers and such. Uh, Jesse James so forth. But um, a very good plot and good acting. And I give it a B. Uh, Midnight Sky was a very good movie. And uh, it had George Clooney in it. And uh, just a little different. A little hard to understand the plot. But still I give it a B. And George Clooney looks very old in the movie. I don't know what's going on. And a couple of classics I've been watching that I would uh, urge you to watch if you haven't never seen them. Of course, Mystery Science Theater, you have to watch it a few times to get the gist of the sarcasm. But I guarantee you, you'll laugh through it. And like I say, I've been watching a lot of Three Stooges on different sites. And Midnight Cowboy I watched the other night, movie from 1969. Um, very good movie, Dustin Hoffman. Yeah, I want to go to Miami. I want to go to Miami. And uh, it was a very good, very good movie. And uh, the music and everything. Uh, some odd things going on I didn't care for in the middle of it. But uh, overall, a good movie. And shows you some struggles of people that you might not think would struggle. And uh, you don't often get to see. You, the, movie, the people you get to see in movies are either really rich or really poor. And this guy was kind of a middle class guy, lower middle class. They got uh, stuck in some ideas that he had. Uh, the Long Ships with uh, Richard Woodmark. Oh, John Voight is also in Midnight Cowboy. John Voight and Dustin Hoffman. Great movie. Great soundtrack. Uh, the Long Ships from 1964. A very good movie about the Vikings and the search for a golden bell. Sidney Portier was in it. And I think he's still like 94, 95 years old. He is still here with us. Uh, Richard Woodmark is uh, long since gone, but uh, that's a look at our movies for right now. It looks like Tom Brady will be going to the in sports. Yeah, sports. It looks like Tom Brady will be going to another playoff championship, NFC, against uh, Green Bay. At Green Bay, never count Tom Brady out. The Saints had beaten the Bucks twice by quite a few points. Games weren't really close. And uh, the third time, it's always hard to be. You almost never can beat Tom Brady twice, but let alone three times. They made some adjustments, and they won. Uh, Patrick Mahomes and the boys, they beat uh, Cleveland. Poor Cleveland. Poor Cleveland Browns. I was kind of rooting for them. They are a super underdog. And they fumble on the five-yard line, just like they did the last time they were in the playoffs in 93 to lose. Um Boys, oh boys, gotta be tough to be a Cleveland Browns fan. Gotta be tough, because they, they were the Cinderella team. They look like they they might do it. They look like they might pull it off. Uh, Donald Trump and political news will be impeached and uh, a second time. That's not fair. I didn't do anything wrong. You be 
But anyways, it's going to happen. We'll see. Stimulus packages hopefully go out to the needy people uh, that need it. And also, uh, the vaccines are running a little bit behind. I don't understand that. If we'd have handled this vaccine, if we'd have handled World War II like we handled this vaccine mess, we'd all be doing the goose step. Because the Germans definitely would have beat us if we moved like this. This is really disgraceful. It really is. They should have let Walmart or Walgreens or somebody handle it. I remember when they had Katrina, it was uh, the hurricane many years ago, devastating hurricane in Louisiana up through Florida, Texas way. It really devastated uh, New Orleans. And uh, the first ones there, folks, no, not the Red Cross, not FEMA, not any uh, state or government agency. The first ones there with supplies and fresh water, Walmart. And, all, and I know Walmart's getting to be the only place you can go to the shop to buy anything, but they are really good with their charities and uh, emergencies. They were the first ones there. So maybe we let Walmart handle this so-called warp speed. I don't think Marvin the Martian would think it's very warp speed. Warp speed? you got to be kidding me. <laughs> Anyways, uh, yeah, he didn't like that warp speed joke. I'm warp speed. Yeah, you are, Marvin. Oh, my. I might have to blow up the Earth <laughs> with my space modulator. You may not have to blow it up. We might blow it up ourselves. But anyways, that's a look at uh, some movies, some news, and sports. That's all, folks. Well, that's not really all. we got much more coming up here on the Toxic Wise Ass Show, so stay tuned. Um, here on Toxic Radio. Toxic Wise, that show, I should say, on Toxic Radio. Yeah, it's, it can be toxic. On Renegade Talk Radio from Las Vegas. By the way, I want to talk about some unfunny commercials. And uh, uh, I don't know why they can't make funny ones. They should have comedians writing and acting. That emo commercial with that Joe or Doug, whatever is in the emo, not even remotely funny. Just kind of stupid. You're scratching your head like, what? I mean, maybe if the emo talked or something, talked back to him, it might be funny. But uh, it's, it's just not funny. And there's so many unfunny commercials. So advertisers out there, companies, get comedians to do your commercials because comedians are usually normally, especially national ones, are funny. And these commercials with these actors and the plots and the sketch, they're not funny. If you do a poll on Facebook, you'd see that. You'd find that out. Not funny. But anyways, yeah, we uh, we we're also in the news. The NRA uh, president Elmer Fudd. Oh gracious, I'm the president of NRA. Get your gun today, folks. Uh, well, the NRA and Elmer Fudd have gone bankrupt. I didn't know that they would go bankrupt. I thought that uh, I thought the NRA. They say they are. They have plenty of members, so I don't know what's going on if they're, why they're going bankrupt. But anyways, they're moving their head office from um, New York City to uh, Texas. I don't know what part, probably Austin or Dallas, probably Dallas. I think Dallas is what I heard. So Elmer Fudd and the NRA have moved to, uh, to Dallas, as far as I know. I never could believe they were in New York anyway. New York is not a... At least New York City is not really a place for, although there, there are plenty of guns there. They don't like it, you know, <laughs> high crime rate. And um, 
the COVID rules are, again, very strange from state to state. Let me give you an example. Here in the great northeast, Maine, um, northern Maine, next to the Canadian border, uh, you can go into a bar and have drinks and slop and slurp on people and spit in their face and kiss and hug, uh, but you can't go swimming in a pool that's literally full of chlorine. You also um, can't play basketball and uh, put on weight because of that. I'd like to go for jogs, but it's kind of, there's potholes out there, it's very wet, and um, I don't know. It's just not conducive. I also have a touch of asthma. Sucks to your asthma, piggy. That's from Lord of the Flies, piggy. Um, I say I'm a lot, and I notice people on TV are saying that. I got to stop doing that. Uh, anyways, so the NRA has moved, and the vaccines are, are slow. COVID rules are odd. Can't play basketball. Can't go swimming, but I can go into a bar and get drunk, slurp on people. And it's funny because the, the bartenders are wearing masks, but the customers aren't. So what, what does that do? Just like I'm watching the NBA and NFL, they're all wearing masks, but they're all touching the same football, and they're tackling each other. So these COVID rules are kind of all over the place. Kind of stupid, too. Also, the winter hasn't been that bad. I'm, I don't want I got to i going to knock on wood because the winter has not been that bad. We have gone through November, December, and mostly through January, and we've only been plowed, had to be plowed twice. It's been raining a lot and sleeting, but, uh, and, it's st and it stayed in the 30s, sometimes ca uh, getting 40 degrees. So uh, when they get that big storm, Malcolm, that came from Minnesota, all the way to New York, parts of Buffalo, and hit, did hit parts of New England. By the time it got here, there was a warm uh, front coming up from the coast. I guess that's what's happening a lot, is we're getting a warm warm front coming up from the Atlantic, like uh, from the Keys, and it's uh, turning what normally would be cold into snow. It's uh, into snow and ice. It's turning it into like freezing rain or just plain rain. So um, it's not too bad so far. But I always hated January because it's such a long and cold month, even though technically the days do get a minute longer. But it doesn't quite seem like it's working fast enough. And you hate to wish, wish your life away. But um, it, uh, it hasn't been too bad. Reminds me of the uh, when I first got out of college, 80, 81, those two winters right back to back that weren't very bad. It was mostly sleet, freezing rain, hardly any snow. I think it was El Nino and El, El Nina, the baby girl, the baby boy that comes up from the Gulf of Mexico and over across. But we're, we are getting this warm front or warm breeze or situation that comes up from the Florida Keys, I do believe, and comes up all the way to uh, Maine. <laughs> Not much comes to Maine. We don't get hurricanes or tornadoes, but we do get occasional warm uh, fronts, which uh, the winter has not been that bad. I know, I remember a lot of winters, and of course I lived in Los Angeles and Florida for a while, and Connecticut, about Boston area, and the winters were all kind of different, but the uh, the winter here so far not bad. Mine's been, like I said, of 80 and 81, 
So we deserve a break because we've had some brutal winters, 30 below, 40 below, 8 feet of snow. And I, and I think we'll probably still get a fair share of snow in February, but you see the light at the end of the tunnel. By February, the days are getting, you know, longer. You're talking 4.30, 5 o'clock, it stays light to where it was before 3.30, quarter to 5. You're going to have some days, hopefully, that hit in the 40s and 50s and rain. So, like I said, I hate to wish my life away, but I always hated January, except for playing basketball in high school and college. Uh, that was fun. That made the winter go by very fast. Also, we can't play this year because of the COVID, so, and it's been very difficult. I try to go into stores and just walk around. High school hoops is on, but they're only playing, in, in Maine anyway, they're only playing 12 games, maybe 13. There's no crowd, no, no um, band. The players have to wear masks. There'll be no state tournament. They may do like regional tournaments, like county to county, and like they used to do back in the 40s and 50s. But there'll be no, for the first time since I can remember, many, many, many years, there'll be no uh, tournament in Bangor where or Augusta or Portland where they have like take the top eight teams and and play so they, and they give out the goal balls so it'll be none of that this year and they, they may even have to if, if COVID gets worse or some a breakout happens they may even have to cancel what they're doing now but so far so good and they of course uh, they're worried about president-elect uh, Joe Biden's upcoming inauguration with more riots, but with 25,000 National Guard and probably 10,000 police and CIA, FBI, so forth, Secret Service at the Capitol, and they pretty much got it shut down. I, I don't think anybody would be try, try like they did on January 6th. Well, let's hope not anyway. So much more coming up. sports note, the Boston Celtics lost to the Knicks by 30. And I know they're missing Jason Tatum, but that's that to me that's disgraceful. And I get a lot of arguments, because I'm a big Boston fan, all the Boston sports, Red Sox. Um, although I never played hockey, I still cheer for the Bruins. And I watch, I watch uh, playoff hockey and, of course, college basketball. I cheer for the University of Maine but they, and my own alma mater, UMaine Fort Kent, up in the great white north. But this, they're not playing basketball either. University of Maine is the main campus. Uh, D Division One school is playing. But they've only, normally by now, they've played 15 games. I think they've only played five or six. But uh, the Celtics, getting back to them, I, I, I'm telling you, Brad Stevens is overrated as a coach. If you gave him a bad team, they might be a little better, but they're not going to do any you know, outstanding things. And they traded away or let uh, Enos Kanter go, and he's playing for the Portland Trailblazers. And, uh, and he was a good rebounder. Not a great defender, but okay. And he's he's good rebounder and offensive rebounder. Much, I think, better than Tristan Thompson, who's like 6'8". And he's, he's, he's a good rebounder, but, but uh, Enos Kanter was a good player and a good passer, good offensive rebounder. And he's getting double-doubles. The other night, I think he had 14 points and 13 rebounds and like eight assists for Portland, which is a good team. So, I don't know. I 
Celtics, I think they've, and I'm a big fan, don't get me wrong, but let's tell the truth. Let's not just be a green teamer and swallow all the Kool-Aid they're going to give you. Let's talk the truth. They, uh, they still don't have an inside presence. I mean, the young fellow, Williams, he's getting, he's getting along, but he's awful thin. They don't have a really power guy to go inside to or to defend the paint. And that's haunted them, and it continues to haunt them, and they don't uh, rectify it. Ainge seems to go with the guys he's got. They got some good players, but they're going to end up in fourth or fifth place and win the first round and lose in the second round to somebody. I don't know, the Sixers or Milwaukee. But uh, I don't know. I'm... I'm I argue with my fellow Celtics fans. Oh, have trust in Brad Stevens. Well, he's gotten to the final so many times, and he can't he can't come over the hump. His the way he plays, guys, I still don't understand. Some guys will play one night and get 20, and they won't play again. He did that with Enos Cantor. Played him one night, he'd get 20 and 10. The next night, he doesn't play. So I think he needs to find find a foundation, a, a unit, stick with it. And of course, you give everybody a chance when you when you have to, but um, I don't know. There's up and down team. And my prediction is they finish fourth or fifth. They probably win the first round and they get bounced in the second. And we're going to be talking about the same old crap with them. So, anyways, that's uh, my look at the uh, Boston Celtics. And here we are with uh, some, uh, well, some New Year's resolutions from celebrities. Hey, Mo! <laughs> no, not from the Three Stooges, although I love them. But first we have Donald Trump. Hello. Yeah. My, uh, I'm, my resolution is uh, to leave office. <laughs> but I'm coming back. Don't worry. Hey, this is Dick Cheney. Happy New Year's, Merry Christmas, and all that crap. Um, I got a new shotgun for Christmas, and I uh, hope to use it. Uh, but uh, people better not go hunting with me. You know what happens then. <laughs> Hi, this is Mike Tyson. Uh, Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. Um, for my New Year's resolution, I promise not to bite anybody. Oh, this is Kim Jong-un. Hello, American people. You got a new president, huh? Well, he might not be bad. He might not be good. We don't know yet. We have to find out, right? This is Kim Jong-un saying uh, uh, Merry Christmas to all my American friends and a Happy New Year. And uh, we see what happens. I might blow you up still. I, uh, I don't know. Maybe, maybe not. Hello, this is Vladimir Putin from Soviet, well, not Soviet Union anymore. USSR is gone. Russian Republic, Happy New Year and Merry Christmas and uh, all of that. I wish uh, Mr. Biden good luck and goodbye to my friend Donald Trump. Uh, that is all. Oh, oh this is Amber Fudd. Wishing everybody Merry Christmas and I'm going hunting with Dick Cheney. <laughs> uh, I hope he doesn't blow my head off. Um, hello, this is um, Bobcat Goldway. And I'm, um, uh, Merry Christmas and all that. 
Thank you. And a happy new year. Hello, this is Bill Cosby, and I'm calling to you from prison where there's no jello pudding. Uh, anyway, happy new year. I hope to get out soon so I can have some pudding and coke. Hi, this is Jack Nicholson. <coughs> just saying, I just had to hit off a doober, man. <coughs> Excuse me. Uh, yeah, I still smoke the stuff. Wishing the Lakers and everybody Happy New Year's and all that crap. Hi, this is Jimmy Carter. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. Let's hope things get peaceful. Peace out, y'all. Um, hello, this is, um, Bobcat. Wait a minute, I just did this. <laughs> Sorry. Hey, this is Reverend Jim, and I had a New Year's message, uh, but I forgot it. <laughs> Sorry. my baby and speaking of which you know a lot of people online on Facebook and I yeah I'm staying with Facebook I'm not jumping to any other format first of all it was a real pain in the ass just to get on and stay on Facebook and do everything I'm not jumping to parlor or I don't even do Instagram or any of those Twitters or tweets whatever the hell that is I've got enough with uh, Facebook keeping up with things and uh, trying to do my business and the radio station's business and all so forth and so on. But speaking of Be My Baby, you know, it's, uh, people are talking about dating and it's tough as it is, but with this uh, COVID epidemic that we've had the past 10, 11 months, it's even gotten harder. I mean, really, you don't even really want to go to the store if you don't have to. Because it's just every little extra chance you take is an extra chance you take. And with the new variants going around and the god-awful slow, supposedly warp speed, more like turtle speed of the vaccination getting out, um, makes it even worse. And all the rules and regulations. Uh, can't do stand-up comedy anymore. It's very, very limited. But a lot of my friends on Facebook are single and they're talking about it was di it was difficult enough dating with the uh, normal situations, but with this pandemic going on the last almost 10, 11 months, it's really bad. And I uh, feel sorry for anybody that's lonely like myself. No, I'm just kidding. Um, anyways, it's, it's uh, I said um again, didn't I? Um, it's getting really tough and tougher, but you do what you can. The old adage of meeting somebody in the grocery store in an aisle or bumping into somebody, that's uh, Hallmark movie stuff. That doesn't really that doesn't really happen in real life, I don't think, very often. It's never happened to me anyway, and I've never talked to anybody. Hey, I met this great girl. I bumped into her at the uh, grocery store, and uh, we exchanged numbers, and I, my cart hit hers. No, nah, it doesn't happen that way. 
uh, most of the time. I mean, has it for some people? Maybe. Um, bars are not very good because uh, most, uh, you know, most people are bar hoppers and I don't know. It's, it can happen. I've met some nice ladies in bars that were just out for an evening. They're not necessarily drunks and sluts and, uh, you know, studs and whore dogs and all that that are going to the bars and and trying to just get lucky one night. I mean, some are, but some just go out for a good time with their friends. And comedy clubs, too. I met some nice uh, ladies uh, when I was doing comedy because uh, it's pretty much haven't done a show for about a year. So, so uh, I just made myself sad saying that. But anyways, it is tough, but you do what you can. Online is as good as anything you can do. They say, oh, don't, don't go online. You'll meet a nut. Well, you probably will. But what are you going to do? It's either that or you, you hibernate like a bear and don't do anything. It's nice to even talk to somebody, especially from the opposite sex. I, I don't even mind if I just have a chat with somebody online once in a while and if it works out it works out if it doesn't it doesn't but yeah you do what you can that's all you can do nowadays folks here on the toxic wise S show on renegade talk radio we're all about doing what you can when you can if you can if you can't then don't worry about it but anyways um things are wrapping up for this show here uh want to thank everybody for uh, tuning in and listening Hope we brought some laughs in these dark days. Speaking of which, uh, Biden and his administration keep saying the days are going to get worse. Um, I hope they do not. I just said, um, again. God, that's a bad habit. You have any bad habits? I got a lot of them, but I'm not going to talk about most of them on this show. Not now, anyways. Maybe in the future. And maybe we'll interview some other people with some bad habits. That's a whole different topic. But, yeah, I hope the... Uh, the pandemic does get uh, beat, and I hope they get the uh, vaccines. What really kind of sucks is you have to, with the vaccines that are out right now, you have to have two shots. And you know, many people I've talked to don't even want the first one. Many are not going to take it. Even healthcare people, doctors and nurses, smart people, doctors and lawyers, and all that, uh, professionals, and many laymen and regular people are not going to take it. So. They should have had it so you just take it once because many people I don't think are going to come back for a second one. Or It's a real pain. Do you know what a pain it is just to get out and do, go do stuff in this pandemic with, with you know all the safety precautions and you have waiting in line with a hundred other people waiting to get it done? I just, uh, I hope by the time I get mine, a lot of my friends have already had it and uh, my cousin Rob who works at the uh, facility for uh, uh, special people, um, need special needs people. He uh, got his, and so that's good that the people in the uh, nursing homes and care homes and hospitals and clinics all get their flu shots first. I even heard the dentists were going to give out flu shots, which I wouldn't mind because I got a dentist appointment uh, coming up in a week. So I had a uh, root canal, and I always heard those were really painful. This was not bad at all. It was more of an annoyance since I had to go in three different times to complete the procedure. There's something new they do. They put a little rod in the tooth that was affected, so it makes it stronger, it's something new. So I'm all for it, and even though it cost me $755. Ooh. Having nice teeth is expensive, folks. Anyways, that's the uh, 
that's going to do it for our show. Like I said, hope everybody stays safe. Get your shots if you can. And instead of my, uh, they're coming to take me away, I'm going to uh, leave on a uh, on a better, higher note and uh, send you all my loving to end this show by the Beatles. So uh, thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time here on the Toxic Wise That Show with your host, Mark Chaplin on Renegade Talk Radio.